0: I don't know why, like, the whole world isn't addicted to coffee. Like, how do people wake up and just, like, go about their lives? I mean, the first thing I do in the morning, like, while I'm warming up a baby bottle is legitimate. Okay, so the very first thing is obviously, like, you have to go pee or you're just going to, like, wet your pants. I don't know about anybody else, but, like, I, first thing in the morning, you know, you stumble in the bathroom, like, you pee, and you're just like, meh, in the morning, it's like, meh. Okay next thing on my, like actually the first thing on my mind while I'm, you know, stumbling to the bathroom to take a piss is coffee. Like coffee is an all day thought. Like I fucking love coffee. I am so addicted to it. And I love putting some, some hazelnut creamer in my coffee. Okay. I am a fucking crackhead for hazelnut creamer. I will, I love some fucking hazelnut coffee, but if it came down to it where I didn't have any creamer or anything or sweetener or anything, whatever, I would just drink black coffee. Like, I was so bad to the point where I was drinking two pots of just black coffee a day, okay? I might, like, throw, like, a sweet and low or something in there. But I was, like, I, when you know, when you're fresh out of college, broke, and, like, I was trying to pinch my pennies everywhere while I'm eating, like, lettuce and cans of tuna. Um, and I was, like, okay, well, I'm not going to spend, like, pfft, the two or three dollars on this thing a creamer so to me i was like oh big savings you know like oh yeah fucking big saver um so I was just black coffee, and like I would 100% if there was no creamer available I would just drink coffee black like I am so addicted to it um like with pregnancy and they're like oh yeah you can only have like one cup of coffee a day um I went through withdrawals like I'm pretty sure I should have I needed like some fucking librium like I need like a detox protocol because I was having withdrawals from not drinking my pot of coffee a day and I, I just don't know how people function like I get, like, you wake up and have, like, energy drinks, but, like, I, I don't know, man, though, how, how do you do it, how do you just wake up and go, like, no problems, just, oh, yeah, I woke up and I have all this energy, like, I don't get it, I mean, I wouldn't be able to function, there's just, I would probably try, I would probably try and murder somebody, it's, it's something I just can't comprehend, and, like, kudos to the people out there that can just get up and like work your day without coffee. That uh, amazes me. And you know what, maybe not even just coffee in general, but like caffeine. How do you live without caffeine? That is amazing. I I am so impressed by you. I mean, you just like you win the life award. Like if this if life was a competition for who can get up and just go in the morning like non-caffeine drinkers, get it. And I will suffer. I will sniff my own goddamn coffee breath every single day, all day, every day, all day in my mask, coffee breath, totally worth it. Like I would, I would, I would 100% sniff vomit every day to have coffee. Like I'm, I'm addicted. I have a serious problem. And I, you know, the first step, (laughs) the first step to recovery is admitting that you have a problem. Um, but that's, uh, that's all I have to say about that. So watching Family Guy, and it's this episode that I've never seen before. And <laughs> they make a podcast at the Chunk and Clam. And if you've never seen Family Guy, like just do yourself a favor and like watch. Okay, I would say like the first, like one, the first four seasons were probably the best. Like they had the best jokes. Like I feel like it wasn't as like sensitive to like how everybody's so sensitive right now. Like, Oh my God, don't use words that are hurtful. Like he or she, Oh my God, gender identification, like fuck off. Okay. If you don't like that, I'm calling myself a female or I'm calling my husband, he, and like, Oh, you shouldn't gender identify for him. You know, you should shut the fuck up and you shouldn't fucking tell me how to speak because you don't want to be told how to speak. So fuck you. Okay. God damn it. Anyway, The first four seasons are not so sensitive to everybody, you know, it was like, it was more like South Park, where South Park's like, fuck everybody, we don't care, like, we don't care if you get butt hurt, we don't fucking care, that was like the first few seasons of Family Guy, I felt like, so anyway, do yourself a fucking favor, and watch the beginning of it, but anyway, I'm seeing this new episode last night, not sure what fucking season it is, but they're making a podcast, and they get... To talking about how many fucking kids you could fight. Like what's, that? what is like the max number of like fourth graders that you could fight? And Peter throws out, he could take on like 800 if he could like back himself into like a bathroom a restroom stall and just like kick, just like as they come through like a narrow hallway, just like kick them. Boom, boom, boom <laughs> in there. So then you know, they keep talking about like, okay, well I could probably take on like 400 fourth graders or something like that. Seems like so many fucking kids. And then they're you know, they say like, oh my God, we're going to piss people off. We can't talk about like fighting children. And I'm like, okay, it is a fucking hypothetical situation that would literally never happen. Why would there be 800 fourth graders like in a mob attack format. Like first of all, that would never happen. (laughs) So this hypothetical story, it cannot offend anybody. Like, I'm sorry. It would, it is a situation that would never happen. Okay. That would be like saying we are, we have the ant man. Like we have the technology to turn a superhero into an ant size. Like it would never happen. You cannot get offended by that. And I just want to say I would be able to take on, like, I'm thinking, like, tops, like, 25 fourth graders, and that still sounds like a lot of kids to fight, okay? Because, like, have you ever seen Step Brothers? Those fucking kids took down two grown men, <laughs> and i like, I get it again, it's a movie, and it's a, it's a situation that would probably never happen, but, like, that is a little bit more believable than, like, you know, two grown men that are kind of pansies, like, kind of like big kids themselves that like have no authority like they probably could get taken down by a group of like rowdy kids on a playground and but like 25 fourth graders coming at you okay that's what is that what age is that like eight or nine years old like that's a lot of kids like there are some big kids these days like America breeds some big children like our antibiotic fed chicken that we're feeding these pumping into these kids like no antibiotics or steroids ever like yeah right they're still pumping them chickens and stuff full of steroids and antibiotics and like these we got some big kids okay like there are some big people and I'm not saying fat okay get that out of your mind I'm saying like fat and big okay like big can be maybe obese or big could be like tall okay like you've got uh you know A fifth grader that looks like they could be playing for the NFL okay like those are some big kids and they exist okay those kids are out there and that would be scary to see like you know the kids that are at like over the hundredth percentile on their growth charts you know and again not necessarily saying they're fucking fat okay but I'm saying the big kids like mini sumo wrestlers they're just thick brick built like brick shit houses okay And they are going to grow up to be, like, NFL linemen. Like, they're going to be 6'8 and, like, 360. Okay? They are going to be some big motherfucking kids. And that would be terrifying. I would not be able to take on more than, like, a handful of them. Okay? I think, like, a trained professional could maybe take on, like, a couple dozen. But, like, that's (laughs) still a lot of kids to fight. And, again, nobody can get mad at this. It's, I don't know, you know, family guys taking that conservative way and they're like, oh, we can't talk about fighting kids. It's, you know, people are going to get offended. Again, you know what? They used to, when they had first started their show, they didn't give a shit, okay? They would talk about anything and it was like no boundaries and we didn't care if you got butt hurt And it's just basically like how South Park is, except now South Park's getting like kind of political and like, you know, they still like, no, you know, nothing's off limits. They make fun of people, but it's like. You know, back in the day, it was... I feel like that was just way more uncensored. And, like, Jesus Christ. Family Guy talked about prom night dumpster babies. For God's sake. Like, <laughs> that shit is way more offensive than, like, gender identifying. Okay? Like, and again, fucking... They have the platform. there. fucking... They own their own goddamn show. Like, they have all these own rights. Like, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Okay? Like... <laughs> you oh, freedom of speech and blah, 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 blah. And like, okay. Yeah. Freedom of speech is a thing, but like, okay. Like president Trump, you know, nobody was fucking happy. I'm sorry. It's just to say Trump because he's not president anymore, but like, you know, everybody was all pissy. Cause they're like, Hey, can't take away his Twitter. That's his freedom of speech. Okay. Yeah. You have the freedom of speech, but I think, you know, I think people get like, they get really confused about like freedom because it's America. So they're like, oh, freedom. And like, everything's like, you know, nothing's off limits, but like Twitter is a privately owned company. They can, they can block whoever they want. Like, that's not a freedom, like, they're not saying, like, oh, you can't say that. They're just like, you know, we don't agree with it. So that, like, they're their own corporation. That's like, if I owned a, a spa business and I only booked private clients and somebody came in and they were like, hey, like, jerk me off during my massage, I could be, I could deny them service because I didn't like what they said. Okay, like, that's an extreme example, but, like, if I own my own business, I could be, like, no. Okay, every bar and restaurant has a sign that's, like, you know, we have the right to refuse service to anybody because that is their business and that is, you know, they can run it however the fuck they want. So, it's the same thing. Like, Twitter's, like, you know what, maybe we just don't agree with you, so we're just going to say that we don't want to serve you anymore. Like, you're acting like the drunk guy at the bar that's getting cut off right now. So, they're allowed to do it. They basically cut off the drunk guy at the bar, okay? Okay. So it's, it is what it is. You, they have the freedom. You have the freedom of speech and they have the right to refuse service to anybody that they think is being unruly. Um, so, you know, like fair is fair. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too. I mean, like you just, nothing's perfect. You're never going to have it all your way. Like this is not fucking Burger King. You can't have it your way all the time. Okay. Fucking go shovel Whopper in your mouth and be happy. Like be happy that you woke up this morning Be happy that your family's alive. Be happy that, you know, you're going to a job. Like, be lucky. Like, be happy that you have a job. Like, you know how many people out there, like, legitimately, like, cannot find work because they're, like, a specialty service or something? Like, feel bad for those people. Goddamn. They are, they're the ones that are struggling. Like, I don't know how I got in this soapbox, but, like, you know, thank you, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) But just... God damn, I wish people wouldn't get so offended all the time and be so, such negative Nancy's. Like, you know, just be happy. Like, be happy for your health. Be happy for your family. Like, be happy that you got up today. You know, just, just choose happiness, people. Mm -hmm. Men are, like, the strangest creatures. Like, everybody thinks that women are so complicated and, like, we just are, we're just so hard to figure out. Like, that is baloney women are probably way easier to understand than men because like yeah okay maybe that, <laughs> if it's a little far stretch to say that but like with certain things like okay like here's an example like we're not poor sports like when it comes to like anything men are always so competitive like even men that are like oh I'm not very competitive like I didn't play sports in school and like you know, they claim to like not care. They fucking care. Okay. They are so goddamn competitive and they get so butthurt when they don't get their way. Like women, like we'll, we'll bitch about it. But like, you know, we'll at least be honest with like a small select crew of people. Like we're really good at like, you know, we fucking hate Bob, but like we're nice to Bob's face. But then like, we'll turn around and talk shit with our friends about Bob. Like We'll at least be honest to somebody about it. Like, you know, we might, like, be really good at, like, faking feelings and shit. Like, women are really good at faking it. Obviously, (coughs) orgasms. But (laughs) that's a whole other fucking story. We, like, seriously are not nearly as disgustingly competitive as men. Like, men don't get their way and they pout about it for, like, weeks. And, like, you you never hear about it, though. Like, they don't come home and they're like, oh, you know, like, I'm just like, this is why I'm feeling like this. It's always like, macho man, Randy Savage, like, fucking just tough. Like, I just gotta be tough, but I'm so fucking butthurt. And then they just pout. And then men just pout. Like, at least women, like, will be like, you know what, I'm, I'm in a fucking bad mood or like, I'm PMSing, like, don't fucking talk to me. Like, we'll just tell you, like, leave me the fuck alone. Men are like, me and like just forget about everything else. Like just pout. Me, I didn't get my way. Me, me, me. And like every minute, it's like oh no. Like I'm a I'm a fair loser. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, fucking right. Men are not good at not getting their way. Like y'all are babies. Okay. I mean, this is this is why you like men. I feel like if there wasn't okay, don't don't fucking. LGBTQXYZ fucking community aside, okay, whatever. Like, this is why men need, like, wives. Okay, this is why you need, like, somebody there to nurture you and, like clean your boo-boos when you get a little butt hurt like you get a little boo-boo on your butt because you know you got you didn't get your way Me, me 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 okay you need women there to like take care of you like the male species would have died out a long fucking time ago if women weren't here to like take care of you everybody's like oh yeah men are the providers it's like yo bullshit before I married my husband you know what that motherfucker was doing he was buying like chicken breasts by like the dozens and like frozen broccoli and you know what he fucking used he used like two of the same plastic plates and a george foreman and like he didn't even need to cook the broccoli it was a frozen broccoli that you just throw in the microwave like okay like you mean to tell me that he was going to sustain himself like that for the rest of his life like drinking mountain dew and eating grilled chicken and broccoli for, like, every meal, like, I don't, that man didn't own a fucking skillet when I met him, like, how the fuck do you cook, what do you eat, like, you just, are you just like, oh, eggs, I'll just throw it on my George Foreman, like, no, it's not fucking normal, <laughs> like, seriously, women help with everything, like, I've been doing our taxes for, like, the past, like, five years, like, what do you, what do you fucking mean, like, they lived on their own before us, like, Okay, like, I okay, like, my husband lived before he met me. Like, oh, yeah, he couldn't live on his own. But, like, what kind of quality of life did he have? Like, seriously, you owned a George Foreman? (laughs) I mean, you didn't have, like, anybody there, like, took you in at bedtime. Like, seriously, like, I do, like, women do so much shit. Like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, men are the providers. Like, fuck that. Like, my husband and I, like, we each bring in our own fucking bacon, okay? We all bring home the bacon in this household. And... Like, I do all the dishes, like, I do all the cleaning, like, oh, the floor's dirty, I'll clean the floor. Like, oh, the walls are dirty, like, okay, I'll scrub the walls. Oh, wow, like, wait, the house needs to be repainted, like, I'll repaint the house. Like, oh, wow, like, the laundry basket's full, I'll do the laundry. Oh, wow, like, the dishwasher needs to be cleaned out, I'll do the dishwasher. Like, oh, wow, we collected all of our chicken eggs, yeah, we're chicken people. Like, oh, okay, so we have, like, a surplus of eggs, like, overflowing in the basket. Okay, I'll wash the eggs, like, oh, wow, the baby pooped his pants, like, I'll change the baby. Like, women do... A shitload around the household, okay? Like, granted, like I will not mow the lawn. Like, fuck that! Like bugs and grass and like kicking up all that shit out there and like getting dirty and gross. Like, drive. First of all, I don't even know how to turn on the riding lawnmower. Don't know how to fucking start it. Um, and like my husband takes out the trash once a week. Okay, cool. Like that's great. He does the stuff that I don't want to do, but like women do a lot. Women do a lot of shit around the house, especially when you have kids. Well, even like our dogs, like our fur children, like women usually do that shit too. Like, okay, like it's time to go to the vet. Like I've, if I didn't make him take his dog to the vet, I'd be like, she would never get, she would never get seen. Like, okay, that's a lie. I would take her, but like without women around, like we keep your shit organized. Like Even if it's, like, shared 50-50% of the work. Like, you mean to tell me you'd go and get, like, your fucking cholesterol checked if I didn't tell you to go do it? Like, (laughs) what? Women schedule everything. Like, he'll be like, will you call the doctors and schedule my appointment for me? I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Give me the phone. I will do it for you. Like, y'all are just big kids, okay? Y'all are just big kids. And don't try and deny it because you know that you are. And it's adorable because women really, like, keep men alive, all right, and again, piss off with your fucking XY ABCs, okay, all that shit aside, like, we pretty much keep your shit alive, okay, so you should be thankful, you should be thanking us right now, like, we deserve medals, <laughs> There should be, like, a yearly, like, like, fuck the Oscars and shit, like, golden globes and all that bullshit like those fucking actors and all the artists in the world don't get paid enough money they need to like have an award show to like sniff their own fucking assholes to be like oh yeah look how amazing we are like fuck them they should be like hey look at these like 600,000 applications these like fucking men put in for their their wives and they were like yo like my wife uh you know made sure I survived my, that one cold I got that and like you know in 2012 <laughs> when I thought I was going to die because men can't even handle a simple head cold. Like the last time my husband was sick, he, he like laid in bed and he was like, I'm dying. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He was like, I have a cold. Okay. No, <laughs> you, first of all, you're not dying. And it was like, okay, drink some orange juice, you know, push fluids and rest. And it was just like, oh, I'm dying. I was like, okay, well, if you're dying, like, let's go to the doctors. No, I'm not that bad. Like okay, so you're gonna you're gonna pull you're gonna pull through. You're gonna make a full recovery. <laughs> like, like you know, that should be like an award. Like, hey, my wife should be nominated because she kept me alive in two thousand twelve when I had that head cold that one time. <laughs> like that kind of shit. You know, like what they're doing for the Super Bowl. You know, but oh, all the healthcare workers get to go. And you know, first of all, anybody who worked in healthcare during this pandemic be at the start during or you know right now real time um everybody deserves a bonus I'm sorry like the stimulus checks are great and stuff because I know like everybody lost their jobs but like unemployment like was kick-ass like so many people got that extra what was it like six hundred dollars a week that's a lot okay an extra six hundred dollars a week could you do you know that's twenty four hundred dollars a month like you know what I could fucking do with an extra two grand a month like that's fucking insane I would have my car paid off Absolutely, like I'd be like, oh yeah, my car done, boom, paid off. Like, thank you, stimulus. But like, no, like, it, fucking nurses that lost their jobs during pandemic, which I don't understand how that fucking happened. But like, nurses and healthcare workers, like frontline workers that lost their job that was exposed to COVID before like anybody really knew anything about it, and it was like super panic mode. Remember, like you were like seriously, like people got like within six feet of you, and you were like, oh, call the police! Like everybody fucking freaked out. Like during that time, like, people that lost their jobs, they should be, like, yo, we will pay your salary, like, yeah, again, the stimulus checks and everything are nice, but it's, like, okay, like, that's, that's shit. like, come on, come on, like, all those people need, like, a bonus, or it should be, like, oh, yeah, like, oh, healthcare workers, like, we're gonna pay off your student loans and shit, like, oh, you lost your job, like, you get, like, an extra stimulus check or something, like, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm sorry, but, if you're a nurse working in the pandemic and you lose your fucking job, like that is awful. If anything, you should have been given more hours if you wanted them and like a fucking raise. You know how many fucking hospitals? I don't know what it's like for everybody else, but like in our area, hazard pay was given to the hospitals. Guess where that hazard pay went to? Just take a wild guess. Like I'll sit here. Dee 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 dee. Dee 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 dee. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that fucking hazard pay went to everybody's friends. Like, oh, the CEO gets all this money from the government that goes into the hospital. And they're like, oh, you get to pick and choose. You get to fucking play eeny, meeny, miny, mo with that money. Do you think the frontline workers saw it? No, I've heard all the fucking healthcare workers that I know. I've heard one person say, yeah, I got hazard pay at my hospital. And it wasn't a lot. It was not a lot. They're like, yeah, I got like a hundred dollars. You got a fucking hundred dollars for having COVID coughed in your fucking mouth. Are you shitting me? Like, where'd all that money go? Where did all this money go? And you know what? Speaking of money, some money bullshit, Tom Brady can go fuck himself. You got you got what bailed out for your fucking company during the pandemic? You are a Super Bowl winning all-star. And he got a bailout fucking money for one of his companies. I think it was like $900,000 or something insane because his company wasn't doing good during the pandemic. Cry me a fucking river. That is such horseshit. Like what? That is bullshit. Okay. I know that there are like a lot of things wrong with this country and like, you know, celebrities aren't the biggest thing that like everybody should be pissing their pants about. But like, that's, that's where we're shelling money out to. like, we want to know why the country's bankrupt. Like we want to know why like China probably just fucking owns us at this point, like, you know, we think we're this big powerhouse, like, okay, I don't mean to make this super political, but, like, you know, America thinks, like, we're the, like, the rulers of the world, but it's like, yo, we can't even, we can't even get our fucking funding right, like, our roads are riddled across the country with potholes our schools can't afford to buy textbooks that our schools can't afford to buy even notebooks for the students like parents have to go buy their own notebooks and binders and pens and pencils for their kids like that shit should be provided to our education system is fucking terrible I don't even have kids in grade school and I know it's fucking terrible I remember when I was in grade school and I was like yo this is this is fucking bad like sitting in class and I'm looking around like we are wasting so much time babysitting fucking Bob in the background because he can't stop with his ADD riddled ass and can't fucking stop causing ruckus. So, you know, your teachers are sitting there babysitting for 45 minutes of your class and they're like, okay, we're going to learn this. And you're like, I have so many questions. And they're like, well, we don't have time. Yeah, we don't have time because you're so busy dealing with Bob's hyper fucking ass. And like, Nobody can pay attention. Like, everybody's got fucking ADD. I get it. But, like, I didn't learn anything. I didn't fucking learn, like, anything in school. Like, it was such a waste of time. And, but yet, like, we're shelling out close to a million dollars for a Super Bowl winning All Stars company that's going under because of COVID. Really? Really? This is where we're putting our money to? But yet, like, I'm hitting potholes you know, driving through apparently like a rich part of town. Like the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Like what? No, no, no. (laughs) It should not be like that. We should have way more money being pumped into the schools. Like teachers should be, first of all, teachers should not be making like what McDonald's workers are making. That is, that is some horse shit. Okay. I love my kid, but like He is a handful, like, stay-at-home mom, teachers, like, people that are raising children, that is fucking hard, okay? It is a full-time job, like, I'm not saying, like, it's hard, like, fucking calculus, okay, no, it's just, it is just mentally exhausting, like, even, I have a good kid, like, I have such a well-behaved baby, like, it's not even fair, like, I don't know how people deal with, like, sickly kids, and, like, my kid goes for, like, his wellness checks, like, that's amazing, he is so good, he sleeps through the night, like, I am so lucky that I have such a good kid, but, like, people that have sick kids or bad kids like don't sleep through the night like just fussy all the fucking time like that's amazing like how you do that okay because that is hard that is a fucking hard job to to handle and I don't even know how I got on this fucking topic but like stay-at-home moms teachers like y'all taking care of kids and helping raise the the next generations are incredible like we should be putting this money needs to be put back into the pockets of like the people that are keeping this country afloat, okay, like, it's the blue-collared workers that are going out and spending the money and stimulating the economy, okay, it doesn't count that, like, Tom Brady goes and buys a new Mercedes, like, that, I'm sorry, that is not fucking stimulating the economy, yo, he's, no, like, a few really big purchases like that, like, I'm sorry, that doesn't work, like, the people that are day-to-day, like, going to Tropical Smoothie and getting their smoothie, going to fucking Chick-fil-A to get their lunch, or, you know, buying, buying a couple of decent cars for their household, like, i'm sorry this it's it's all so fucked up and like you know i don't even remember how i got here because i think pretty sure he <laughs> started talking about men being babies and sore losers which you know what that actually kind of ties into the whole tom brady thing because you know he's so far up the nfl's butthole um who the nfl has got just the loosest butthole i'm sorry um But, you know, he can't be touched. You know, heaven forbid somebody, like, brush up against him in a game because you know he'll just, like, be crying, just sobbing to the NFL about how he was hit. Like... It's a contact sport. Get your head out your asses. Like, I'm sorry, quarterbacks are not immune to getting hit every once in a while. That's why it's called the fucking quarterback sack. Take a fucking hit, dude. Everybody else out there taking a hit for their team. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't can't maybe have a little concussion. You're playing in the fucking NFL. Come the fuck on. You are playing a contact sport. If you don't want to get touched, go play racquetball. Go play fucking tennis. Okay, go play a sport that's not contact. And then, you know, you can cry to somebody else about it. But, like... There you go. There's a, there's a fair thing. You know, Tom Bray doesn't get his way. Poor loser. Fucking man. Men are poor sports. There. Boom. Everything's tied in. Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Why in the world did the seventies have to stop? Like disco, cocaine, like dance all fucking night, cocaine, disco seventies. <laughs> like I feel like I would not be... First of all, like, I'm not condoning drug use or anything fucking stupid like that. Like, I get it. Don't go fucking shoot black tar heroin and, like, you know, try and kill yourself on drugs. Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, don't go do meth. Okay, like, I'm not saying that. But, like, the 70s, dude, like, everybody was just fucking on roller skates, like, discoing and, like, taking bumps of cocaine. Like... I fucking get it. Cocaine is an illegal drug. Okay, whatever. But like, whoever fucking died from doing like a bump of cocaine. And I'm not saying like, okay, I'm gonna do like 60,000 fucking bumps of cocaine or like Scarface this shit and like put my whole goddamn face and fucking <laughs> pillow of cocaine and just <laughs> like I'm not fucking saying that, but like, why can we not do that anymore? Like where it's a very well control like we control like the consumption of alcohol in bars like why can't we be like hey you want like a bump of cocaine like and you can track it like it's the bartender's discretion as far as like who gets more cocaine like you hey you're cut off you know like we can do that with alcohol Like, why can we not have a better system for, like, bringing back disco and, like, parachute pants and fucking light up floors where you can be on your goddamn roller skates just zipping around fucking, you know, zip back to your table, take a bump of cocaine and be, like, good to go. Like, the rich people still do it. Like, it's a, I get it, rich, like, fucking cocaine's like a, you know, a fucking rich man's drug, whatever. But, like, come on. The 70s were so badass. Like, I don't. I would never fucking do heroin or meth or, like, you know, weed doesn't count. Weed does not count, okay? Anyway, I wouldn't do any of that kind of shit, you know, or, like, pills that get really addicting. Like, people can get seriously addicted to pills. I mean, people can get fucking addicted to, like, gabapentin, okay? Fucking, like, nerve medication. People can get fucking addicted. People will get addicted to anything, okay? You can't make, you know, just just let people go, okay? Like, just let them fucking go. Like, make it legal where they can, like, just go buy it. You could tax the shit. If somebody wants to go destroy their lives and, like, go do methamphetamine, like, you know what? They're going to get it no matter what. It's just, like, guns, okay? People are going to get guns no matter what. They're always like, oh, my God. Guns are so bad. Okay. Like, no, because the majority of people are actually buying them and registering them like they should be and doing it legally there are the stupid assholes out there that like you know, get a gun from a friend or something. Like somebody has all these guns that they've bought legally and then they turn around and they're like, yeah, I'll sell this gun like on Craigslist. And you have no idea who the fuck you're selling it to. And like, people can lie. You know, that fucking Joe Blow that you don't know that you met on fucking Craigslist might be like, oh yeah, no, I'm a retired cop and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just looking to build my collection of firearms. Like, they, could, they could give you a really convincing good story as to like why they're buying this gun from you. And then boom, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, boom, this guy's going to take that fucking gun and go like shoot somebody like you don't fucking know where this guy's getting this this gun from you mean to tell me that we can't stop illegal immigrants and we can't fucking stop drugs coming from other countries but like you think you're just gonna like stop guns it's the same fucking thing people will get guns no matter what okay if somebody really wants a gun that fucking bad they will get one i wish i had a dollar for every time i saw somebody come into the jail and it was like they you know were carrying a firearm illegally And it's like, well, where'd you get the fucking gun from? And they're like, I bought it. Okay, how? Like, how the who? Like, where are you getting these guns from? Like, people, you know, you can can make guns. You could fucking build them. Okay, so what's to say we're stopping these people from building their own firearms? Like, you're never going to stop it. You're never going to stop violence, and you're never going to fucking stop, okay, drug use. All right, like, just make it all legal, and like, maybe we'll thin out some of the population. Like, but I'm sorry, like, if you're destroying yourself and you can't stop, if you can't find something to live for, like if you can't find one thing in your life to live for and you feel like you need to do drugs, like go watch every single fucking episode of Intervention ever. Like there's a lot of people that have just given up. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. It sounds fucking morbid, but like, let them go. Okay. It's their fucking, it's their life. Okay. If they feel like their life isn't worth living, who are we to stop them? I know, I know. That sounds fucking morbid, but like, there's a lot of people out there that want to live, okay. And then there's a lot of people out there that don't, th- th- there's people out there that don't want to live, okay. Like, let them, let them go, okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I know that that's terrible, and everybody's like, oh, everybody deserves a second chance and blah blah blah. Like, we. As a whole and, like, as a country and, like, medical professionals, like, there's a lot of people that are, like, we need to, we need to take care of these people that are, like, a lot of them have, like, you know, mental illnesses and stuff. I'm not saying that, like, mental illness, mental disorders, like, don't count and they're not important. Like, we should try and help them. I'm all for that. But, like, dude, two strikes and you're fucking out. Like, are we going to continuously pay for these people to be in rehab and pay for them to get flown out to these nice fucking rehab facilities to work on their addiction problems and like, you know, let insurances cover for these people to go to inpatient rehabs and I'm sorry, but like you, you know, you go and you try, I get it. Okay. It's hard. Okay. I can't even fucking imagine what it's like to quit an addiction and they come back out and you know, they fail, they get back on drugs and they're like, you know what? I need to, I need help again. And then they're like, they know they want help. Okay, cool. Let's send them back to rehab again. But I'm sorry, like two strikes, that whole three strikes and you're out bullshit. I'm sorry, but like two strikes, you're done. Like you have been given every opportunity to succeed and then you just choose not to let them go. Let them go. Like the, you know, I, I don't, I don't agree with the whole jail systems, like bringing homeless in, okay. Bringing them in and it's like, okay, well we're going to house you and feed you and clothe you and, Um, Give you free medications and free medical care and um, like TVs to watch and the news and like exercise and like we're going to give you all of these things that like 99% of the population like works hard to pay for like our own food and the own clothes like the clothes on my back and shit like it's it's not fair that those people get brought into like correctional facilities you know like homeless people and then you know they turn around and they give them every opportunity like here's a we've set up like a halfway house for you to go to and you know drugs aside whether you're homeless on drugs or you're just homeless like You know, if you end up in a correctional facility and like, you know, the taxpayers give you all this stuff that white taxpayers are paying for and we get you back on your feet. and It's like, hey, like, here's this. You were setting you up with the Salvation Army. Like, here you go. Like, we get you out and like get you to a place to live. Like, we give you all of the means to succeed. And you're just like, meh, fuck it. Like... Oh, here's my, like, handful of goodies that were given to me, like, out of the kindness of somebody else's heart that was like, here, we're going to, you know, set you up for a better life. And you're like, oh, great, yeah, I want that. So you take it all in your hands. You walk out with your hands full of all this good shit. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck this. And you just dump all that nice little stuff in the trash that was filled up in your hands so you could be better taken care of and have a better life for yourself. And you just said, meh not today, no thank you, I'm just gonna go back to, like, begging for money, or, like, I'm just gonna go back to doing drugs, like, okay, you know, Bob, fuck you, Bob, okay, again, maybe, you know, maybe the first time you get out and you have all these really good intentions, you know, let's play the what-if game, Okay, maybe you get out and you have, like, all these really good intentions to, like, get better and, like, you do go to, like, the Salvation Army and, like, you try and, like, do better things. Like, it's hard. It's hard to be a good fucking person, but it's better than being a shithead. So, you know, they go and they they try and maybe they fail, you know, maybe they run into people that they think are their friends and they're like, Hey man, drugs. And they're like, Oh my God, I have an addiction. Like, give me all the drugs. Okay, whatever. Fine. And then you fall back into it. So then like you go through the whole cycle all over again, you go through the process all over again and you walk out and you're like, Oh my God, I have all these things to succeed. Put in my hands for me. Like I was given a silver spoon for life. And then you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> all over again and you go and you just fucking kick the goddamn bucket over that was filled for you you know with all the all the fucking ways to succeed and you just are like you know fuck you okay two strikes you're fucking done motherfucker okay next time maybe we just uh send you to a prison system and we just assign you digging a hole for eight hours a day how would you like that maybe that's what prisons should be like not like free medical care tvs you can get all the drugs and cigarettes and shit that you want you can even get like conjugal visits like Like you, no, you know, fuck that. Like you go to jail and you don't get a second chance. Like you're going to die in jail and you know, you go make license plates eight hours a day. You go fucking, oh, there's nothing for you to do that would like benefit the taxpayers. Like, I don't know, making cement bricks or like something productive that's actually going to be used in society. Like, you know, making tires or something. I don't fucking know something. Well, it's like, oh, we don't have anything for you to do. Okay, well, here's a shovel. You see that dirt over there? You're going to go dig a hole. Okay, you finished digging the hole. Now what? Go fill that hole back up. What? Yup. go fill it right the fuck back up. Okay, hole's filled. Now what? Okay, uh, go dig another hole. What? Yep, go dig another fucking hole. I'm sorry, that would be... That's like the smartest thing to do in my mind is to go... Make manual labor a thing. Like, who would, nobody would be like, oh yeah, jail sounds appealing when they're like, oh my God. So, if you like run out of stuff to do, you just literally have to dig holes and fill them like for eight hours a day? What? Like, that, I'm serious. Okay. Like, my husband had a really good idea. Like, in correctional facilities, it's like, oh, you want to use like the kiosk to get on the internet and like get messages from like your girlfriend, and like, oh, you want to get on the kiosk and like, you know, request medications, or you want, oh, you want TVs on, you want radios, you want fucking hot water, like, my husband had a great idea, he's like, you know, put stationary bikes, just line the fucking walls with stationary bikes, and, like, it powers everything that they want, it powers all the electrical, it powers all the heat, it powers the hot water, like, it powers everything, like, oh, you want this, you're gonna have to fucking work for it, like, I think that that is goddamn genius, and super fucking smart, like, we should do that, we should make people, like, work for it. like, I have to work to pay for my electricity, like, why don't we have people do that shit, like, I think it's, I think it's fucking smart, I, it would be great, it would be a great source, it would be a great way to use resources, like, they'd be staying physically active, they'd probably be happier, they'd be sleeping better, they'd have less anxiety and depression for exercise, like, they'd reap all the benefits and rewards of exercise, and they would learn, that's like, oh, I gotta work to have, like, my electricity on, like, I have to work to have hot water, like, Maybe that would build some better character, build some better morals for people. Like they would maybe, maybe it would teach them to realize that you have to work for the things that you want. Like I, that's a good idea, right? That's a really good fucking idea. So I don't know where I was going with this, but like we could bring back cocaine, (laughs) cocaine and seventies and disco, fucking John Travolta. Like that was what a time to be alive. So I found out that one of my coworkers participates in orgies, okay? Didn't have a backstory, didn't really get any kind of information except that this individual, Bob, of course, Bob is everyone, um, that Bob participates in orgies. I got a lot of questions, (laughs) okay? don't know why this information was passed along to me. I don't know why there's something on my forehead that says, like, tell me anything and everything. I mean, like, you have a different relationship with your co-workers. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a comedian out there that one time was like, you know, who knew that working with Bob, like, you would find out so much about their, like, sex life, but yet, like, you never hang out with these people outside of work. Like your work people are totally different from your personal friends. You know, 90%, maybe like 80, 20. I'm gonna say 80, 20 is how much time you spend outside of work with coworkers. Okay, you'd not not that much. Like you may develop like one or two friendships, cool. But like, you know, like Bob that does orgies. Like never hung out with Bob outside of work. Never spoken to Bob outside of work. Don't even have Bob's cell phone number. Literally have only talked to Bob at work, but yet now I know, like, their sex life, cool. So again, I got a lot of questions. Um, One, like, I don't know why people say like, oh, I, you know, they look at their, somebody said, you know, well, Bob said, listen, I'm looking, I look at Bob a little bit different now because I know that they participate in orgies. And I'm like, well, you know, that's, (sighs) okay. Like, I don't, I mean, whatever, to each his own. Like, if I liked having shit shoved up my ass I'm not going to, like, go around expecting anybody to accept that, okay? Because, like, a lot of people aren't like, oh, my God, like, butt plugs. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not a very common, like, nightly bedroom pleasure thing, okay? Like, I get that's a whole nother story. But, again, like, whatever, like, one, I'm not going to go around telling people what I enjoy in the bedroom, and two, like, like, I don't want people to judge me about what I like. So I'm not going to judge somebody else, like, because Bob likes orgies, but, like, how do these work, okay? Like, are they, you know, it's, like, a group text message saying, like, how do you become the society that is orgy, okay? Like, because that's, diff- that's a different group of people. It's, like, swingers, okay? Like, swingers are a different breed of couple. Like, I don't know, like, how do they find each other, okay? Like, is it just, like, you just happen to go on a date, like... Like, and you're just like, do you just date around until you meet another swinger? Like, and you just casually bring it up in conversation? Like, hey, Bob and Bob over there, you know, are really into sharing. And then is like that how you put it? And then you find out if other Bobs are into sharing? Or is it like somebody just like, you're at a party and they're just like, hey, do you get involved in orgies? And then you, it's just, that's like where it starts. Or is it, like, this secret society that's, like, because I doubt, I highly doubt, like, first of all, people that shit get on Craigslist for this kind of shit are the ones who get murdered, okay, when you find out that Bob down the street was found dead, you know, in the woods because, you know, Bob was participating in Craigslist ads that were, like, looking for group orgies, like, That is just sketchy as fuck. But, like, if you're young and, like, you're at this party and, like, there's a whole bunch of people there and, like, you know, somebody just, like, quietly walks up to you and they're just like, hey, like, um, like, there's a separate party in the back. Like, is that, like, where, like, you know, you go to parties and it's just like, you know, everybody goes out back to, like, smoke. Like, when you were in high school and everybody, like, snuck out back to smoke weed. Like, is that the same thing where you're just like, yo, the like, the back room, like, the back right room with the red doorknob is like orgy room like is it identifiable like can I walk into a home and see that there is like something that stands out like again like a red doorknob like there's beads hanging from the door or something like something like that like is there something that I can identify to show that like that room is separate for orgies also like do you know in advance? Like if you go to a party, like I'm, ass- I'm assuming that people that participate in orgies like are big partiers, not even like alcoholics or like, you know, do drugs, nothing like that. Like not like crazy partying. Like, you know, they just, they're like, they're always have a friend that's like having a house party. Like we're always having people over for dinner and drinks, like always entertaining. Like these are groups that are constantly entertaining people at their house, like probably no kids. Like, I would hope that there's no kids if there's orgies going back in there. I mean, but hey, to each his own. You know, if the kid's asleep and you're gonna go back and Bob and Bob are gonna diddle each other, that's fine. I mean, hey, you're all adults, but I'm assuming it's like young people, like 20s and 30s, maybe even early 40s, you know, like 30s and 40s, like, and everybody's over at Bob's house who's got a nice back deck and like a hot tub. I, all, like, I automatically assume that people that have hot tubs are like into some kinky shit. Like, that's just my assumption. Um So like, is it, you know, everybody's like, okay, we're all going to Bob's house. Like he's, you know, grilling burgers and, um, like orgies happen. Like, is that just like a standing thing? Like once you're in, like once you find out like, hey, Bob down the streets into swinging and orgies, like, is that just like a given thing? So now, you know, like every other place that you go, like all of a sudden it's this community where it's like, everybody knows you now. And you're like, okay, cool. Like the following week, the next Bob, like, hey, you know, they're entertaining at their house this time. And it's like, cool. And you just automatically know, like, when you go, it's an orgy. Or is it, like, every time you get there, you have to give consent? Or is it just a standing, like, a standing order? Like, you know, in hospitals, it's like, oh, you know, if your pain is zero to four and you want something, like, you automatically can have, like, a standing order for Tylenol or ibuprofen. Like, is that the same thing? Like, hey, I'm at this house and like, it's already known, like I've already been invited and been alerted that this party has some wild kinky shit going on in the back. Like, so do you automatically know that the next time you hear from that person, they're like, Hey, you know, dinner and drinks at Bob's house next Thursday that you're like, okay, cool. I will be there. And that's like, you're automatically saying like, I consent to come and participate in the orgy again. Or is it like, can you get there? Like, can you go and like decline? Like if you've participated before and you're like, you know what? I really don't like it. I don't like what Bob did with my toes last week. Like, do you show up and you just say like, oh, like, no, like, no, thank you. Not this time around. Like, do you still get invited to go do shit? Or like, is it, is it basically like required? Like if you show up, like you have to participate. Like, oh, we need an extra girl bob. So, like, girl bob shows up and it's like, you know, we can't have, like, all dudes tonight. Like, what are the rules to orgies? And also, are there any limits? Like, do you have separate rooms? Like, this room is, like, equal guy-to-girl ratio, okay? And f- I'm not—fuck off with the, ch- the transgender stuff. Like, I'm just talking—like, don't get political about this. and Don't make it any more complicated than it has to be. I'm talking about orgies, okay? Is there, like— an even guy to girl ratio like penises to vaginas okay like or is it like that back room it's like yo there's like six dudes in there and like there's gonna be like one girl like what are the rules to this like or do you just show up and like you don't know like I just showed up and I realized like I was the only girl there like you know what I mean like what is the penis to vagina ratio like I want to I need to know these things okay because like I'm interested now like first of all whoever participates in orgies has literally the most confidence in the entire world because I would you couldn't pay me to be in an orgy I'd be like I don't I can barely stomach my husband looking at me naked like let alone like a group of people and, and you know confidence aside like <clears throat> that takes a lot of courage you know like I feel like there's a difference between being confident and having like courage because like you could be confident in like the skin you're in and like your clothes and stuff but like you might not have like enough courage to like you know jump in a bed with like four guys, you know. Like that, that I don't know. I feel like there's got to be a difference, but you got to have a lot of both to participate in this. And you know, again, I just ah, oh, just I got so many questions. So I'm so rudely interrupted by my phone ringing. So, driver's Ed, okay, the right lane is the cruising lane. Okay, you don't get to cruise in the left lane. The left lane is for passing and for faster traffic. And then say you are the faster moving vehicle. So you're in the left lane. There will 95 I'm going to go ahead and say 95% of the time, there is going to be somebody going faster than you. Even when you feel like you're going fast, like when I feel like I'm doing 65 and I'm pushing it in like a 55, And I'm like, dude, I'm going pretty fucking fast compared to the average driver. Um, There will be somebody going faster than me, okay? There will always be somebody going faster than you. You get into the left lane. You pass whoever you need to on the right. That's, you know, that's their business. They're doing the right thing by staying in the right lane because they're slower. You pass them on the left and then you get the fuck over. GTFO, dog, okay? Okay. Get the fuck back over, because sure as shit, just because you're going fifty-six in a fifty-five, you think you're just a fucking speed demon? I've got news for you, bro. You're not. Okay, there will be somebody that will try and get around you just because you passed one vehicle or you're going faster than a couple of people that you happen to pass. Get the fuck back over because there will be somebody else going faster than you that then you are going to then tie up and they aren't going to be able to get around you and you are going to cause such a clusterfuck of traffic backup and you're going to do nothing but piss people off. So you know what that is? You know what that is cruising in the left lane? That's the, who wants to be the biggest prick award? Okay. I know everybody's competing and everybody in these big jacked up trucks that feel the need to go one mile an hour over the speed limit or two miles an hour faster than everybody else and stay in that left lane and just cruise there. You're a fucking camper. You are a fucking dumb camper. Okay. You win the biggest prick award. Are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of the things that you've done with your life, Bob? Sitting there winning the biggest prick award, okay? Nobody's complimenting your penis size. You're being a big old fat prick, okay? Big old fucking penis. Big fucking nasty disgusting penis in the left lane just camping like that, okay? Nobody want you to do that nobody appreciates it you don't look cool you're not helping anybody you're not even really helping yourself because you're just pissing people off like one of these days you're going to be that person that gets rammed or like shot at or something because you're going to piss somebody off that's just like snapped there's all those crazy people out there man there's a lot of crazy bobs and somebody is just going to snap because you are holding up traffic in the left lane or they're going to do something fucking stupid you know what we should do you know, while we have the law that truckers can't occupy both lanes of a two-lane road, we should. You know, cops should be allowed to, like, you know, there's like those, um, those those speed cams that they'll like snap pictures in like a speed zone and then they'll like send you a ticket from your, you know, they take picture of your license and shit, like. We should start being allowed, like, cops should be able to do that, like, when they're cruising on the road. Like, they should be able to, like, snap pictures and be like, you know what? If they can't pull you over, they don't have time, or they, you know, they have somebody in the back of their car. Like, for whatever reason why they cannot pull you over. For obstructing traffic in the left lane, they should be able to, like, snap pictures off of their camera cars Um, I'm sorry, they're, they're, that was, that was a dyslexic episode (laughs) off of their car cameras. Um, and boom, got your license plate. Cool. We're going to ticket you for obstructing traffic. Okay. Um, regardless if it's even rush hour, there's like anybody on the road, like you don't get to just cruise your happy ass in the left lane. Okay. People, if people started getting ticketed for that shit, like There would be, like, people would actually start following, like, the rules of the road. Like, if you started getting ticketed for stupid shit, and I'm not saying, like, find the piss out of them. Like, but you know how mad you would be if, like, you got, like, a $30 ticket in the mail that was, like, yep, this was for obstructing traffic on this day. And there's, like, pictures, like, attached to it that's, like, yep, we caught you for, you know, a mile and a half. You were obstructing traffic in the left lane. Like, there would be some kind of, you know, like, guidelines for it. Like, you know, you were there. For quite a bit of time, like, you was at least a mile, you were cruising in that left lane, and, like, you had the opportunity to get over, like, it would have to be well documented, but, I mean, like, there would be proof that's, like, no, we, we see you being a dumb fuck, okay, like, and that's why you're getting this small ticket, like, again, not anything that's gonna, like, break the bank for, you know, the general population, but enough to be, like, piss people off because those people are gonna get mad enough that they do this frequently that like they'll learn to like get the fuck over and follow the rules of the road because like again I don't know if they stopped teaching this in driver's ed or not but like people are really dumb about driving like I don't know if maybe we just need to revamp driver's ed and like start reteaching it or like maybe we have like are the teachers just not like do the teachers not know like do we just not care because it's it's harder to get your driver's license um like renewed and printed or like shipped off from a different state like you know to to move and get a new driver's license. it's harder to do that than it is to literally like have a baby. Okay, that's that's fucked up. So I think we need you know what let's get let's gather a posse. Let's get a posse together let's start a committee and we will uh revamp drivers Ed drivers 101 okay where I teach you what you need to know to get from A to B in the most effective way possible without fucking everybody else on the road and without having to, you know, be awarded the giantest penis award. Okay. Just because it's an award doesn't mean it's something you should be proud of. You should be ashamed when you are dubbed giant fucking prick of the road. You should not be proud. You should, you should be shamed. And you know, let's cheerio back to the public shaming. Like we should publicly shame people and walk you naked through the streets and throw poop at you. We will game of thrones your ass all day long. Okay. So like, I understand like truckers have it rough. Okay. You literally spend your, like if I had to sit for eight to 10 hours a day, like at my computer and it was like, you basically can only move. Like if you have to piss, like if I couldn't just get up to go bullshit or like change the scenery or like rest my eyes from the screen for a second, like literally anything to get away from my computer and it was just like you're stuck there. Okay, like that's what I imagine it's like to be a trucker. Like you are just stuck. Like there's no way around it. Like you are stuck behind that wheel of your vehicle like for again until you like you have to stop to piss, which I'm assuming like most male truckers like they literally carry like pee jugs and they just piss in their jugs. So like that means, that, like, that, that tells me, like, okay, you're packed up for snacks. I think of, like, the longest road trip you've ever been on. Like, you literally are only stopping, like, to shit. <laughs> what? That's insane. Okay, like, that to me sounds miserable. Like, I would never do that. Like, I really hope that truckers get paid the money that they deserve to have to sit behind that wheel of their truck for let's say four or five hours before they stop. Like five hours sitting behind the wheel of your vehicle is a long fucking time. If somebody told me I had to sit behind my computer screen for five hours and I couldn't move, I would be fucking miserable, okay? That's insane. But like there does need to be a law that's like if there's a two-lane road, okay? Not even talking about highway, but this I mean it should include highway too. If you're on a two-lane road, and there's somebody, there's a trucker in the right lane, and like two cars back, there's a trucker in the left lane. That should be fucking illegal. You are not allowed to hold up traffic like that, okay? I don't care how fast you think you're going to drive in that fucking semi. You are holding up traffic, my friend. You are literally inconveniencing everybody on the road around you because there's no way to get around you because the other tr- and you know they're all going like the same speed okay it's not like they can cap out or they're that they're that you know that they're not capping out at a certain speed like they're not gonna go like faster than what 50 miles an hour maybe down like a two-lane road that's not like you know in like in the middle of a busy town like you know just like a like a route 66 like they're just cruising okay like there might be a stoplight I don't know once every few miles but that's just enough to butt fuck everybody because you have to fucking stop at those lights and it takes forever for you to slow down and then it takes forever for you to speed back up so no matter how fast people try and get around because then of course you know there's always the you know diddly fuck that's doesn't know how to drive around trucks so they're like either tailgating and they won't pass them or they're driving they're afraid to pass them so they're like right next to them and they're not moving so they're fucking you the truck is fucking you like again it needs to be illegal like there needs to be one lane open so that the people who are actually driving like you know semi-aggressively like trying to get to work like going maybe the speed limit, five over the speed limit, whatever, like, those people need to be able to pass you, okay? You cannot occupy the left and the right lane. That is, that's, that's a dick move. Like, do they, like, I and I imagine, like, on the expressway when you have, like, a real aggressive driver, like, being a total dick, like, trying to swerve in and out of traffic and stuff, and, like, you know, cuts off somebody. Like, don't cut off a semi, okay? They can't, like, slam on their brakes, like, we can't in just, like, a a sedan or an SUV or whatever fucking vehicle you're driving. That's not a semi-truck. You can slam on your brakes, okay, but they can't, like, so be respectful, you know, like, don't just cut them off. So, like, I imagine that if somebody just cuts you off on the expressway, like, everybody's going 70 and they just fucking slam in front of you and then slam on their brakes or they do, like, a dick move, like, who's to say that those truckers aren't calling, like, the other ones that they know are on the road and they're like, yo, like, dude in the gray Nissan Altima is driving like a dick. Like, let's box him in. Like, because you know you've been boxed in by trucks before, and they're going the exact same speed limit. It's a two-lane expressway, and they are fucking neck and neck, and there is no getting around them. Like, your only option at that point, really, is to either ride it out behind them, and let them have their fucking fun. Because I really imagine that they are telling each other, like, hey, you know, fuck this Nissan. Like, box him in. Don't let him get around you. Kind of shit. So, that's what I imagine is happening. And you really only can survive by just dealing with it. Or getting off the expressway. Like, this is this is the time to take your piss break. Or grab something to eat. Whatever. Like, obviously, you're knocking around them. Like, the next exit, you just need to stop. Or... That's it. Actually, you don't you don't even have another option. You that's it. That's all you get. And you probably deserve it because again, you probably made some dick move like cut off a semi and then slammed on your brakes which is super rude. First of all, you shouldn't do that to anybody. Anybody who cuts you off like I get it. I've driven aggressively before where like you know the person in the right lane is going five under the speed limit okay at least they're in the right lane the left lane is the passing lane so little driver's ed 101 if you if you didn't know the left lane is the passing lane that is for quicker traffic to get around the slower traffic in the left in the right lane okay that's